With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, The Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. This has been a most challenging week for many people, including myself. And and so when I was guided to share tonight about tools for clearing grief, it seemed the most reasonable subject, the most logical subject. You know, if you spend any time on social media, you saw all of the posts about the anniversary of 9-11 yesterday. And that's an anniversary that worldwide we share in the experience of grieving. But that just adds to the experience of grief that so many people are having right now. When we experience grief, it's a circular process, right? And we can be anywhere on that circle at any given moment in time. This time of year is, uh, for me, celebration and honoring of my Jewish heritage, which is the Jewish New Year, and we're now in the period right before Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement. And it is one of the holidays during the year that we remember those family members, friends that have transitioned to spirit in 
a way of lighting a candle and saying a prayer, the Kaddish. And, and so it brings the grief up to the surface when we are observers of different kinds of rituals. And then we add to it any other losses, whether they be the physical presence of someone in our lives, the loss of a friendship, the shift and changing in a position in a job, the loss of a loved one or a family member, it all triggers the same emotion. And I feel from past experience that the more emotional intimacy that we have with the person, and sometimes the more unresolved issues, the more... um, expansive, shall we say, that grief is, or the experience of it, or the re-experiencing of it. This time of year, I remember my parents, right? My dad passed, geez, in 2014, we're coming up on seven years, and my mom, we're coming up on one year, and they transitioned to spirit a day apart. So it will be two days in a row of being and honoring the memory of both of them and whatever rituals I personally choose to do, one of which is saying the Kaddish and lighting a candle. And interesting, the prayer is not about memorializing someone who has transitioned to spirit. It is a prayer for the living that reaffirms our commitment to being alive and present and participating in our lives. And from my spiritual upbringing and perspectives, to me what that also is, is it is an affirmation or a reaffirmation that I am honoring my soul's purpose for being here, which I believe and I teach all the time is to remember, not learn, but remember how to be a loving presence in my relationship with myself first. And you know what? Not so easy all the time, is it? Not so easy. So I remember, I was remembering, as so many of us were yesterday and today, where we were when the news of the World Trade Center bombings, you know, took place, where we were. And I had been asked to facilitate a women's group um, because my very dear friend who had passed a month before that, who was their facilitator, they were really struggling because she was a psychic and a very amazing spiritual teacher. And they were struggling with her death from the perspective of if she was so wise and knew so much, how come she died? You know, why couldn't she heal herself? And so that was the conversation that I was prepared to facilitate, helping them to move through the feelings that they were having as I heard about the Twin Towers. Where do you go with that, right? I mean, there's just so much 
richness of grief that comes from both experiences. And another thing that I've I've learned about grief is no matter what we're grieving in the moment, every aspect of grief and loss that we've ever experienced enters into it. An example can be you can go to a friend's funeral, like a friend's parent or grandparent's funeral or mass um, or a celebration of life out of respect for that person, a friend, a, a client, a neighbor, right? You don't know the person, but you find that something in the service triggers you. And it's not because you're grieving the loss of that person. It is the grief of the experience that you are participating in that triggers prior grief. I don't know that we ever release the experience of grief completely, especially when it's been a significant loss. And for those of us that are empathic, that are those types of people that Feel the energy of other people, particularly the emotional energy of other people, it can be a particularly difficult experience to go through these annual remembrances of world experiences of grief. I do recall the days after 9-11, there was a moment in time where all of the chaos of the spirits of those that had transitioned or that had been released from their bodies but were still present wherever they had transitioned, it was a very chaotic energy that I was sensing. And all of a sudden, a few days later, it became very coherent. It was as if as one presence, one light, so many beings transitioned to the next dimension. There is that experience of a spirit when it is a sudden death that is unexpected, where there is a time of, in human terms, it's a disbelief time, right? There is this this lack of understanding of what has happened. But once there is the understanding, there is that gentle and peaceful transition to the next realm, whatever your personal beliefs are about that. And so I was at home listening to NBC News, getting ready for this group when I heard the news about 9-11. And... It was not as personal for me as it was for the thousands of other people that had direct experiences. My heart surrounds everyone. Because even today, so many years later, people are struggling. People are suffering. And so where I know that we can't erase the memories, and we can't completely eliminate the grief. What I do know is that in time, the grief becomes more and more bearable, and the, the times of triggering are less and less, and the bounce-back time 
becomes less and less. This has been my experience. I can only share with you that. Your experience is certainly personal and unique to you and unique to what your beliefs are and everything else. But I must say that today was a very challenging day. Um, In this past week, one of my clients transitioned to spirit and it was in compounding the Jewish New Year and remembering my parents and everything else that comes into my thoughts and memories, right? I have so many tools in my toolbox that can help me to move through emotions. And I'm eternally grateful for all of them, especially Ho'oponopono, which is why I titled tonight's, you know, sharing to be about Ho'oponopono, a powerful tool for clearing grief. It helps us to clear what is up in the moment, but it does not clear it completely or all of it. For grieving is simply an emotional experience that helps us to define where we are in that experience. The emotion, albeit it does not feel good, it is a gift because it helps us to know what the experience is that we are having. Today has been a particularly challenging day because it feels like so much loss is right there at my fingertips. And I have a very dear friend who is on her transitioning journey. And I got to speak to her today. And as joyful as it is to be able to connect It's also very emotional. And so I questioned, what can I talk about tonight where I won't like break down into tears and be blubbering all over the place? And because I am a very, very big emoter, it's just, it's how I clear, right? I cry. I cry at at happy things with heart openings. um, And I'm not a beautiful crier. You know, that, that kind of, person who cries and they just they have glistening skin they they beam I get red splotches on my face (laughs) you know and I don't love it right it's when I'm by myself I don't block it at all it's not something I'm comfortable with necessarily sharing in public but nonetheless you are my people and I am here to serve you and I choose to be as real and as honest as I can be with you in the hopes that whatever I do share on this show, which is the whole purpose of being here, somehow helps make life a little bit easier for, for you in whatever you're going through in this moment. And so I share a, a prayer, um, a clearing statement, shall we say, that is a Ho'oponopono clearing statement. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with Ho'oponopono, it is the ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness, um, atonement, transmutation. More commonly known by the prayer, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And this is a process that came into my life as a form of something to study rather than just having a knowing of it. 
on a on an intuitive level and doing it whenever I felt guided to. In 2018, I actually was guided to study it, and I bless all forces that created that for me because it created a pathway for me to heal PTSD from childhood in relationship with my mom that opened up a path for she and I to have a peaceful relationship for a year and a half after that. And I'm incredibly grateful. I cannot begin to tell you. And so I offer you this clearing statement. If you are having the experience of grieving at this time or you do in the future, it's available to you. The prayer is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my grieving or the cause of this grief or the cause of these emotions, whatever language suits you, feels right to you. On any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Now, let me explain what this prayer actually means and who you're saying what to when you are saying it. Because the more you know and understand about it, the more effective it is, the more powerful it is. So to whatever memories are in me, Ho'oponopono is based on a core tenet or philosophy that there is nothing outside of us. Everything is memories replaying whatever is happening that we see outside of us. It is as a result of memories replaying from our subconscious mind. And the part of our mind that's in charge of the subconscious mind is our inner child. So when you say to whatever memories are in me, that's what you're referring to that are the cause for fill in the blank on any and all levels that covers a multitude of wherever that problem issue or emotion um, came from, because we're never going to know the all of it. That I am to atone for is because most of it may have something to do with something outside of us. I know that's a little bit conflicting, but we may perceive it as something outside of us. It may be on behalf of clearing for someone else, but we are always initiating the clearing of something from within us that I am to atone for is not because we're bad, we've done something wrong. It's simply the language that helps us to foster that forgiveness for whatever has created it within us. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, is said to our inner child. Imagine your child, you, as a child, at whatever age comes to you. My little child is, she's four and a half years old, and I see a picture of her in my mind. And so when I say this prayer, that's who I picture in my mind, and I'm talking to her, basically saying, I love you, little one, right? I'm sorry for whatever I did to create this, this feeling of grieving. I know not how I've created it. Please forgive me for whatever I've done to create this. Again, you're saying this to your inner child. The I love you, the I'm sorry, the please forgive me. To her, to him. The thank you is to God, divine creator, or by whatever other name you call that presence for clearing 
all that serves our highest good. For that is the only presence that has the knowledge, the awareness of where all these patterns of energy are that represent the cause. There's a fascinating book called The User Illusion by Nortranders. I've mentioned it many times on the show because in that book, there is a concept that helps us to understand the memories replaying from our subconscious mind. And we really don't know what they are or where they're coming from. Are they ancestral? Are they generational? Was it something, an energy we picked up walking down the street? Did we take it on from a friend, a family member, a client, or a neighbor? We don't know. So in this book, The User Illusion, there, there is a, a statistic there that says for every 15, that's one five, every 15 bits of data per second that we're consciously aware of, there are 15 million bits of data per second that we have no knowledge of. So when you ask yourself, why am I creating the same stuff over and over again? Why am I stuck in this pattern? Well, because there's only less than 1% of the issue that you're knowing about, that you're conscious of. There's so much happening that you have no knowledge of, and you never will. Ho'oponopono offers the freedom of not needing to engage in whatever the problem is to figure it out, but simply to keep initiating the clearing of whatever the cause is. And trusting and knowing that it is being cleared in the perfect time. And it's interesting. You know, every once in a while, um, when people tag me on on Facebook in particular, I will read um, whatever the comments are. Somebody had reposted or shared a post that I did back in June when I offered a masterclass on healing trauma with Ho'oponopono. And the question that the person asked, I know this person does not know me, and, but they asked the question, you know, or they made a comment that Ho'oponopono can't possibly heal PTSD, right? And so someone that has taken one of my classes commented that in their experience, it has been incredibly powerful as a tool for healing for so many things. We believe whatever we are going to believe. Our beliefs shape our reality. If we're stuck in a process or an experience in our lives and we can't find our way out of it, it's time for a change in what we believe. And that, to me, is very freeing. It has been for me, anyway. And so with Ho'oponopono, it gives me a tool, and I offer it to you as a gift. It, it is a tool to keep clearing whatever is the source of suffering, whether it be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. It is effective in all things because it is all based on the belief that the mind-body connection is a powerful one, and everything originates in the mind. 
Ho'oponopono gives a point of reference for it that is memories replaying from the subconscious mind. There are other mind-body belief systems that may define it a little bit differently. And so Ho'oponopono is a tool for clearing grief. How do you use it? You know, how often do you need to say it so that it's helpful? I invite you to say whatever clearing statement speaks to you based on the format offered as often as you think of it or as often as you experience the emotion. So today, it was as if I completely forgot that I had the tool. And for hours today, I simply sat and in my emotions. And for even someone that teaches this tool, sometimes I forget my tools because I am so wrapped up in the emotion of the human experience of being here that I too forget. But I'm so grateful when I did remember because it created the space for me to be able to be here with you tonight, because otherwise I would have played a replay because I would have felt that it did not serve anyone's highest good for me to be on a live show. I know what my limitations are. I'm very grateful to know that. And I trust and honor my intuition, which I invite you to do as well under all circumstances. Right? So, I'm going to take a little break here with my sharing and and I'm going to take a little swallow of water and we're going to do a couple of live readings on air. Hold on one second. I want to thank the people in the queue that have joined me. And we're going to start with um, Sharon in Ohio and welcome Sharon to the studio. Good evening, Sharon. Hello. Hi there. I wanted, take, and, I wanted to take you off speaker. I just did. Okay. 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 And Sharon got such rudeness from me. I'm like so quick that the show's starting in a minute and asking her quickly for her name and number. So allow me, Sharon. Sharon, welcome to the show and good evening. How can we serve you? Thank you. You know, I have, kind of an, I have kind of an unusual question. Okay. I know you said you're, you can ask medical intuitive questions. Can you pick up on, can I ask a question about my, my little precious dog? You can. I will do my best for okay. sure. Her name's tell me, Olive. Tell me his or her name. Her name's Olive. She's my baby. Okay. I absolutely, I adopted her. I've had her since May. I fostered her first and then kept her. Okay. Okay. She's nine years old. Can you, can you pick up anything on her, any health issues? I know she went in May and got a total physical, but are you picking up anything on her? She's a great dog. Give me just a moment. Just give me a moment. What kind of dog is she? She's a um, mixture of a a lab and pit bull. (laughs) Oh, God, that's an interesting combination. I know. Okay. She's a little mellow yellow, gentle mellow. Oh, my gosh. She likes all humans, but she's afraid to be around a lot of dogs. I don't know what happened to her, but she did have a really hard hard upbringing she's had a rough life not anymore (laughs) (laughs) well it's always a mutual saving i always believe that because the unconditional love that our four-legged critters offer us is 
is more than That's making cool. up for whatever we do to give them a home for sure. I know. All right. Let's see what we can bring in for you on Olive. <clears throat> I am not an animal intuitive. I will tell you that I can give you a couple of names of people that if are really can, excellent at this, but I'll say, I'll say. If you can't, then I can ask another question. Don't worry about it. I just want to see if you can pick up we anything. Have it's okay, Sharon. We have time. Don't worry about it. It's a quiet cue night. Hold on. Just give me a moment. I want you to just kind of picture her in your heart. <clears throat> I want to say that one of the um, body systems that is a real sensitive spot for her is her gastrointestinal system. She's got a really sensitive tummy. Um and so if she has not already exhibited it with stress, particularly, you may find that she will vomit and she will, and she will have loose stools because that's where she's going to express her emotions from. Does that speak to you about her as a, as a yes, person? you got it right on. Okay. I, I, okay. It, she, mm. She's not showing any symptoms. We walked a mile today. She's hyper. She loves to eat. But, yeah, um, she started having yellow poop. And that's not good. That's get that's in, internal problems with her tummy. So I'm stopping yeah. all human food. They, my vet told me take her off all human food for a week. I always give her treats. Human, just keep her on her dog food and dog treats. And I'm going to see if that works. I know she hasn't thrown up yet though. Okay. See, now, I'm leaving um, her at home two days a week now when I go to work. I'm mm-hmm. sure that kind just too that she's really good. She doesn't have accidents but I'm sure it stresses her out. She keeps everything internally. Most dogs do. You know, they're, it's their nature, as you know. Yeah. Um, I want to say that some of the things that you can do that, that might help her with her fear, I, I honestly I know. do not get that there is organic dis-ease in this moment that you need to be concerned about. Her stress factor or her stress levels and how she processes her stress is the issue. And, and she is, until she can release a lot of the fear that she has, um, which is just going to take time and, and moving into more of a place of trusting, um, anything will trigger her. So I don't know what your experience has been with pets, but dogs respond really well to essential oils. They respond really well to Bach flower essences for emotional issues. And so you can have a diffuser going with an essential oil. Interesting. Um, okay. Like lavender or uh, peace and calming is a blend that Young Living has. If you're interested in Young Living or you have Young Living oils, that's one that you might consider. Um, they're very calming. And so you can run a diffuser, get the kind of a diffuser that runs for at least the number of hours that you're gone during the day, and, and not a lot. Less is always more. They're the kind of ultrasonic mist diffusers that will just put a little, bit of, um, a little bit of aroma in the air in the primary room that she hangs out in. The yeah. other thing that you can do is when you're with her, you can put the lavender on her paw pads and you can put, or what you can do is you can put a couple of drops in your hands, rub your hands together, and then start with her ears 
and gently massage her ears, the little top of her head, not so little, and then and then move your hands down her spine and then off her tail. And if you do that, you're you're doing a kind of little bit of a massage, which is also very calming, but it helps to put the oil into her energy field. Now, oils are volatile, so they don't last. They're not like a time-release capsule, Mm -hmm. which is why I was thinking perhaps the diffuser, something that will last however number of hours you're gone and more. I even come home on my lunch and take her out so she knows I'm coming back. See, when I got her, she was a skeleton. She was a, she just was neglected so bad. Yeah. It's going to take time. It's okay, Sharon. Don't worry about me. it. She clings to me all day. She yeah. hasn't thrown up. I just, I'm, I'm getting precaution now. I don't want her tummy to get all messed up because she was malnutrition for so long. You got to be, you know what I mean? It's going to take okay. time. It's going to take She's time. Okay. I want to say it may take nine months to a year I know. before. I believe you. You know, because because of the degree or the extent of, of her trauma. But but she will get calmer and calmer. But there are all these wonderful remedies. Now, the box flower remedies, the rescue remedy, um, you can put in her water. You know, you can put that in her drinking water. Okay. I just love so her. That- she clings to me all day long. If it was up to her. <laughs> She would be me. She would be by me. And that's what I mean when I leave. She, that's, but she's such a good dog. She doesn't hurt anybody. She's very gentle, very mellow. That's a good though. I'm, you picked right up on it. So you are an intuitive with, with dogs. It was her tummy. That's the only thing she's having little issues with. I'll get her better. It, you will. And, and just be, be reasonable with your expectations. You know, it's oh, going so to take... Sweet. Time. I know. Time. And I've got plenty. I love her. What? Can I ask one more quick question? Yeah, please ask as many as you want. Go ahead. Oh, I haven't been on just, just, okay. I love my job. I've been there. We worked at home. We just started going back to the work last week. Actually, two days a week we're going in. There's mm-hmm. one particular person that I work with. She's the team lead. Okay. Her initial J. She goes back and forth, but She's usually kind of quick with me and very snotty. All of a sudden, out of the blue, she has been so nice to me. She even wanted to walk out after work with me to my car. And I don't understand what the angle is here because she's always been kind of kind of snippy with me. Not nice. Hmm. She's too flippy for me. She flips back and forth with people. It drives me crazy. Can you pick up so anything she- on her? So she's inconsistent in her, in her mood and present. Her attitude. Yep. Okay. I love my okay. job too. It's great money and benefits. I want to stay mm-hmm. there. Oh, I will. I'll work around her. I'll just go into work on days she's not there. Cause we all see but just, just mm-hmm. what do you think? Can you pick up anything on her? You know, it's less about what I'm picking up about her as much as. Okay. What's the underlying issue with anyone that yeah, appears that way, Sharon? They're so uncomfortable with who they are that, and so um, lacking in self-worth and self-confidence that they're, they're struggling. Okay. Pardon she me? She does. She comes across very confident, but it's probably all 
you know, I, I get it's it. A facade. Going the show. It's a facade, mm-hmm. right? And people do what they need to do to be in experiences. But when we get down to the core, right, this is someone that is not comfortable in their skin because someone that's comfortable in their skin is consistent in their behavior. They are consistently the same way with everyone. And so don't take it personally. And, and I would be cautious. I would be cautious because they're more likely than not is an agenda underneath the behavior, but don't go into fear about it. Don't go into judgment. Just simply be consistent yourself and, and cautious in what you share. That's personal. I just wonder if you picked up anything on her. You do feel my job is secure, though, don't you? I do for right now, but that's all there is, is right now for all of us, Sharon. There's there's just too much potential change going on for everyone that to sit down and say to anybody right now, this is what you're going to be doing for the next 20 years, I find to be nothing I can do. You know, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that for sure, you know. But for right now, it's very secure. You'd be and honest I, would, too. I would trust that. I know. Do you feel any good? Do you, I, I think so. Do you feel any, any other upcoming changes in my department or anything, anybody coming or going? Well, to tell you the truth, I believe that this team leader that you're speaking about is feeling threatened. So I don't know if it's a real or imagined threat that she's experiencing, but I but it feels like that may be the motivation for her behavior. But I don't believe that it affects you, right? I think that your position is more than stable. And whatever changes occur around you, you are more than gifted with the ability to adapt or roll with it, however you want to okay. language it. Okay. I really do right. believe she that. She, there's something happened with her, I know, and you're absolutely, I don't need to do that, I'll tell you on the work. But, yes, yeah, she did do something at work. There was a boo-boo, and that's, that's, you're absolutely right. I think she does feel threatened. That did happen. And she may be looking for allies. So she is making every effort to be pleasant where she might not have been so uh, present with people or kind. I really, sending her love is probably a really wonderful gift, to be honest with you, Sharon. And you can do a Ho'oponopono statement if it speaks to you, and that is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of any challenges between Jay and myself on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And anytime you have that feeling of being uncomfortable, just Whatever that feeling is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. So that it helps you to keep initiating the clearing of whatever is a potential problem before it happens. <laughs> okay. So Makes sense? Really, yeah, it does. It does. Okay. That clarified that. Is there anything else I can do to support you? We have very quiet cue tonight. You're it for right now. So if you oh, want to wow. ask more questions, you're fine. If not, I will just keep talking. <laughs> you know, it's to you. Do, you. do you feel anyone in my department is going to be leaving or any new people? Um, 
when you asked that before, what I felt was that she's feeling threatened, right? I know. Um, so let me just see if anything more specific comes through as far as that's concerned. I don't have anything specific, Sharon, that's coming to me just to reinforce or reiterate that whatever changes okay. are coming, right, that you have more than more, you have all of the requisite gifts to adapt or to roll with whatever changes they are. But for right now, it feels that your position is secure. Okay. You just never know. I know. I work for you a really don't. big company. You, you just don't, right? And, and big companies right now, if that's the kind of company you work with, you know, with everything that's being, all that's going on in terms of big companies and mandates on vaccinations, and there's just so much that's being thrown in the quantum soup of our day-to-day lives, no matter who we are and what we do for a living or where we live or anything else that there's not a whole lot of stability out there that we can with a hundred percent trust, you know, hold on to. And so it, it, it begs the answer but the only place to always go is into our hearts anyway. I know. That's so true. Okay, no. last question. I just sure. thought of something. Last question. I This year I've been doing a lot of upgrading in my home, bathroom. I just I just redid my office. So a lot of money has been going out. Do you feel my finances will get better next year? I mean, I know it's an investment. My finances aren't bad. I mean, I'm not hurting, but... So mm-hmm. I'm, what do you pick up on my finances like the next six months? How's that? Okay. Any windfalls? I never ask for that. I never believe in that. I don't even play the lottery. <laughs> I always, I know. Because I've, I've, I've had to work for everything I've ever had. That's why. You know, so as long as you hold that belief, you limit the flow. You, you keep a lid on the container that is your financial abundance. So I invite okay. you to adopt the affirmation. Um, and the Ho'oponopono clearing statements as follows. The affirmation is, ooh, there's really big lightning bolt. Sorry. <laughs> We've got a storm that's right almost on top oh. of me right now. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, I don't know if you can hear that. Um, hopefully um, power will stay on my house and we will still have this show until 8 o'clock. But okay. Um, the can you affirmation- pick up anything at my finance? Oh, sorry. Go on. Yes, the affirmation is, um, I am so happy and grateful that I am consistently depositing whatever your monthly desire is or weekly or biweekly desire is and more into my bank account. And so it is. Because then you've, you've put a message out to the universe that you're grateful for already having what your minimum is. And mm-hmm. when you put and more, it opens the container so that the universe can give you even more. And the okay. clearing That's... statement is to whatever memories are in me that limit the flow of financial abundance to me on any and all levels that I am to atone for. 
I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And you can re- replay this as soon as the show is complete. The replay is available with the same link. So you can go back and listen to that at any time. Okay. I don't see a challenge with your finances. So okay. if you add this to your daily practice, it will only expand. Thank you. Thank you for answering my questions. That was really kind of you. You are worthy and welcome, Sharon. Good luck with Olive. If you want to, send me a message through my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. Let me know how you're doing with her. And if you do decide that you want a bona fide animal intuitive, someone that that's what they do to communicate her words to you, let me know. I'm happy to share with you. There are two people specifically that I can think of that are absolutely extraordinary individuals. So if you decide you want to gift yourself with a session with one of them, let me know. Okay. They're like humans. Thank you so much. Have a nice evening. Okay. Thank you, Sharon. Blessings, honey. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. So this is, an, an odd evening, but grateful that Sharon was willing to hang out there with us and ask questions. For, for those of you that have never had a reading with me, you got an idea of asking multiple questions and how that could be if you decided to schedule a full reading with me, that we can talk about multiple issues, ask multiple questions and see what information comes through, including medical intuitive related questions, even for a dog. (laughs) So we're going to just really wish Olive so much, so much um, joy in finding her new home with Sharon. And we are so grateful to Sharon's generous heart that she opened her home to receive all of this love from little Olive so that she can also give Olive all of the love that she so is worthy of. We're very grateful for your generous heart, Sharon. Thank you. All right. So we've been talking about, and I'm praying the weather keeps my power going. So let's say a, a prayer to the to the rain gods, right, and to the, the electricity gods that um, the power stays on in my house. Um, so we're talking about uh, grief and grieving and ho'oponopono as a tool for clearing it. And so... If you know of anybody that's really struggling with this, one of the things that happens when, when we have grieving that has gone on a very long time and we're having a real hard time moving through it is it's usually because there is an unresolved issue that, that has been lingering with us that's connected to the person that has transitioned to spirit. Under those circumstances, having an Akashic Records reading is very helpful. Um, I remember years ago, I was blessed to work with, um, with a very lovely lady who had the unfortunate experience of losing a pregnancy about halfway through. And she was really grieving the loss of, of, this, of this baby. And I didn't know anything about this pregnancy. And the morning that she was that she was coming for her appointment, all I can tell you is this rarely happens. I'm not one of those people that are like the show medium or the Long Island medium where you know you're always seeing or hearing from people from the other side. That's not my 
my unique spirit, unique, unique gift. Um, it's not how I relate to my, my day-to-day reality um, in the course of a reading that will come up, but that's, that's not, you know, that story, you know, that phrase, um, I see dead people. Well, I don't. So there you go. Um, but while I was in the shower getting ready for this session, there is the spirit of a male presence that is talking away in my ear and would not leave me alone, leave me alone and telling me that he's connected to this person and he has questions and he wants to make sure that I take care of her and he wants me to make sure that I tell her this, that, and the other thing. And I, by the time she got here, I felt like I had done three sessions. It was hysterical. I mean, it was such a beautiful, beautiful presence that was chatting with me. So his mother comes into my house, walks in the door and I'm going, all I can say is, do you have a male presence that that you wanted to bring into this session today because he's been chewing my ear off for the last few hours? And she just looked at me like, you know, a doe eyes, a doe, doe's, doe eyes in a headlights, right? She was shocked because I really, I knew nothing about it. And, and so... She has on more than one occasion been generous and posted how healing it was for her to be able to have this communication with the essence of of this child that she believed she had lost when the essence of its presence had not been lost, was still present and was still present with her. That does not mitigate the human experience of the loss, the nature of grieving, which is what we've been talking about tonight, right? But there are ways through readings, through mediumship, that information can be shared that helps to resolve what is unresolved about the transitioning to spirit of that person. And then the grieving takes on a very different type of energy. So if that's something that you're struggling with, something that you have questions about, please feel free to reach out to me. You can always schedule, if you've never done one before, you can always schedule a complimentary heart healer session, and we can chat about that. To do that, just go to speakwitheileen.com and schedule your time with me. I do reserve only one of these per potential client, so please feel free, established clients. That is not available to you any longer, and so it is. All right. So I think since it's so quiet tonight, and I'm going to honor that, just going to do our closing um, heart prayer and heart consciousness connection and offer that prayer to surround everyone that's struggling at this time. So if you are listening, either currently live or listening to the replay, take a moment, if you will, if you're not driving, not operating heavy equipment or machinery, and just close your eyes, uncross your ankles and knees, Take a couple of nice, deep, slow breaths and relax your belly muscles. 
And as you breathe, focus your breath now on your heart center, that beautiful energy center located in the center of your chest. And imagine your breath going into the heart center all the way to the back of your chest and then coming out the front of your heart center. Whenever you choose to breathe consciously in this way, you are opening up the energy of your heart center, consciously connecting to the energy of love that is your soul essence. And your soul essence is the same essence or light of love that is God divine creator or by whatever name you call that presence from which you have come to where you will return when you are complete with this human journey and breathe and every time we breathe into and out of our heart centers there is this amazing dynamic that occurs There is a wave form of love light that emanates from you in all directions every time you breathe into and out of your heart center. So imagine the color of love, whatever that is to you, is flowing from you in all directions. As some of it goes down to the center of the earth, It is a gift of love to Mother Earth and all that she does to support us in this earthly experience. And when it reaches the center of the earth, it then expands in all directions, filling Mother Earth. A gift of love to her and to all who dwell within her. And it keeps expanding through to the surface of the earth a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon the earth. And it keeps expanding even beyond our earth's atmosphere out into the universe, expanding into infinity to the source of all that is, what I like to call the one heart of love, the source of all that is. And what we know is, and this is so important, what we put out in the world, in our words, our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, comes back to us multiplied. And so living a conscious, mindful life, speaking kind words, monitoring our thoughts, Let them be kind and loving thoughts. Clear the ones that come up that are not. Be aware of the feelings, the emotions that you're having. Work on clearing the ones that are uncomfortable, that are what we judge as negative because they don't feel good. They're low vibrational. And embrace the vibrations of gratitude and love. For the more we do that, the more that's what we keep attracting. 
So all that love that you just sent out, see it coming back to you, even more brilliant, more magnificent, more of it, and breathe it in now. Beautiful. And to anyone that is struggling with the experience of grief and grieving at this time, I surround you with love and I offer this prayer to whatever memories are in me that are the source of suffering for humanity and Mother Earth and all who dwell here with us on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you, God, divine creator, for clearing all of that from me and simultaneously from all of you. May it be for a blessing. And breathe. Thank you, everyone. And with that, we will complete this edition of Live with Eileen, the heart healer, and that's me. We're here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. If you would like to ask a question live on air, please call in between 645 and 7 o'clock Eastern time so that you can get into the queue and you will be guaranteed you will have your questions answered. In the meantime, may you know that you are loved, and may the week ahead bring you peace, especially for those that are celebrating Yom Kippur this week, the Jewish Day of Atonement May the memories of those in your families that have transitioned before you and those of your ancestors be for a blessing. I am Eileen, the heart healer. I wish you all a wonderful week. Sending you blessings of much love and gratitude. And good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.